Today's story, if you'll allow me, will explain a lot kind of behind the reasoning of me going completely dormant, completely silent on social media, on the podcast for, I believe it's been exactly a year. And I want to share a story of why, what's happened over the past year, and the changes in my life that have come from it. So if you'll allow me, let me share the story with you. Sit back, enjoy that car, that coffee, that bath, those home chores, whatever it is you're doing, (laughs) fully enjoy those as I share the story. So a year ago, I'm in Costa Rica, and towards the tail end of my trip, I had a podcast episode scheduled with a woman that I had been trying to get on the podcast for over a year. Her name is Darcy Benincosa, and she is the last episode that I had on my podcast before my world got switched upside down. And she came on to the podcast episode. I remember it vividly. I had searched high and low for fast internet and was stressed trying to find internet. I finally found basically, you know, okay internet. And I had to sneak my way into a conference room of one of the high-end hotels in a, a, a town called Nosada in Costa Rica and proceeded to have this podcast episode with Darcy about intuition. Now, if you've followed my podcast, you'll know that historically I'm very much, uh, I, I would say there's a, there's heavy masculine energy in the podcast. And one of those pieces of being that masculine energy is problem solving. You know, it's taking complex ideas and breaking them up into very simple steps or frameworks. And so here I was having this conversation with this powerful woman about intuition. And if you listen back to the episode, it's just, it's funny because I swear for the first 30 or 40 minutes, we were going in detail about listening to your, yourself, intuition. And I kept asking, you know, well, how do you do it? You know, what's the framework? Okay. Okay. That, that's, you know, that example makes sense, but how, what would you tell someone if, if you were to, to have them listen to their intuition? And I kept asking all these probing questions. I wanted to know the how behind listening to intuition. And even as I say this out loud, it's, it's, it's funny to me. <laughs> so about 40 minutes into that episode, to so the very, very end, and you hear it, you'll hear this moment. Or I asked her again. I was really, I think, blunt. I said, what is the framework? Like, how do you do it? And she said, Nathan, you just do it. And for some reason, a light bulb went off. It was like a shudder through my body. I am not exaggerating. And you'll hear it in the episode. (laughs) I went, oh, oh. (laughs) And I realized you just listen. 
you stop doing and you just listen. And coming out of that podcast episode began became the catalyst for the change in my life for the remainder of the year. And this is what happened. That seed of just listening and not doing, just listening, made me throw out every single goal that I had created. And keep in mind, I created these goals in December with a very small group of entrepreneurs here in Nashville where we aligned our energy and our spirit and our purpose and then created goals from that. Those goals that what I thought were completely in line with me coming out of this podcast episode in February, I realized that my goals didn't align with my intuition. Something was off. I didn't know what it was, but it didn't feel right. And so I threw out all my goals and I committed to one thing, building relationships, deep, authentic relationships with people that inspire me. That was it. That was all I was going to do for the year. Everything else would run its course. Um, of course, you know, you know, behind the scenes, I, 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 I've built up my life in a way that it would allow me to do that. So there's a huge caveat there. But for my journey and where I'm at, where I was at, I threw out all the other goals of accomplishing things. Those were goals of hitting revenue numbers in my business, uh, growing a social media following, uh, even further than what I've got, you know, growing the podcast, everything. Boop. Bye. And so I started down this journey of building relationships with people that inspire me. And one of those people was actually Darcy. And so I started to nurture this relationship with her, this friendship. Um, and <laughs> you know, we, we would talk via Marco Polo and you know, audio text. And we would just catch up here and there and um, just nurtured the relationship. Ended up flying out and, and doing some experiences or a retreat with her and a group of friends out in Utah. And just continued to nurture it amongst like three other people that really inspired me. And again, I think that's a key thing for me. The, the, the revelation was I wasn't out there networking. I wasn't out hustling. There were three people, three or four people that truly inspired me the way they lived their life. And I would just, I would drop anything I was doing to go spend time with them. Sometimes that would be a walk. Sometimes it would be an hour-long conversation uh, over the phone. It didn't matter. There was no expectations. I just wanted to build these these authentic relationships. And then after I'd have that experience with them, of course, I would follow up and just express how much gratitude I'd have. And maybe I'd do a handwritten letter. But it was about deep, authentic relationships. That's it. There was no there's no tactics in any of this. It was like what my heart felt, and I feel it now. I well up with tears thinking about the beautiful moments that we experienced with all these, 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 this small group of people that I was starting to build really deep relationships with. So back to Darcy. I had, in, in the summer, I had gone to New York to visit a friend of mine, and he's one of those relationships that I continue to nurture over the, over the years. His name is JT, and he's a bass player, and 
uh, lives in New York and is pursuing this, pursuing his craft. Right? He's he's an amazing bass player, and he moved to New York specifically to pursue that dream, and he's been doing it. And as I flew out there, of course I I had I had shot a handful of videos now. At this point, you know the 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 trip to Peru for the meditation teacher training uh, retreat that Fiorella invited me to. I I had finished that. And I'd finished a couple other projects and I was starting to dive into shooting video. So here I was on my, my way to New York and stick with me. This all ties together. <laughs> um, I'm on my way to New York and I remember being inspired and I told my friend JT, I said, Hey man, do you mind if I shoot a video of you? I want to tell the story of a musician. I want to film this story of the pursuit of the art, right? The pursuit of the mastering of your craft. And I'd like to highlight you. So I wrote this script. It was all very last minute and uh, in the storyboard. And then we went out. The very last day I was there and we, we filmed it. And we were filming a portion of it at night, him running around a track. It was beautiful, beautiful night. Humid. So as the light, lights shone, you know, shone down on the, the soccer field and the track surrounding that soccer field, you could see the light through the mist of the humid, humidity, right? And there were these bluish-green lights, you know, these big lights. And I remember towards the end of the shoot, I, I really wasn't sure what I wanted to get, but I knew I wanted to run, basically sprint behind JT as he's running around the track. I've got my backpack on and my camera on. I'm holding my camera in. And as he runs around the tail end of this track, you know, he's coming around the loop or the curve at the end, you know, the curve on either end, right? It's this big oval track. As he's coming around that, I'm directly behind him. I'm sprinting. I'm holding the camera down low, and I'm watching. I'm framing as I'm running. And this light comes piercing from behind these trees and it hits him and as from behind I see the light wrap around his skin around his head and his arms as he's running you know a little bit of sweat on his skin and I lost it emotionally inside I I I I I felt it it was like this moment and I, I zeroed in I was like this is the shot and I framed and everything was great I I confirmed focus I'm still recording I'm sprinting 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 around him and I run 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 and and, and just get this beautiful smooth shot passing him with this beautiful light shining behind him and that shot and what I just shared with you the emotion of that shot I remember when I got back to Nashville I shared that with Darcy who at this point is becoming a you know a closer friend but we'd never worked together, and she's never seen my work, aside from my photography. And so I share the story, just the story, of me capturing this footage in New York. And she responded back, and I remember she said to me, anyone that gets that excited about filming and video needs to work with me. She said, Nathan, how would you feel if I hired you to come out to Paris with me? I've got basically three workshops that I'm leading. 
one in the countryside of France, the other two in Paris. And I would love for you to film, bring your energy, and help me capture the essence of these events. And that, that solidified my journey into my truest passion, which is helping people tell stories. Not just verbal stories, but stories through video where we capture the essence of a product or a service or an experience and we bring it to life in such a way, tell a story in such a way that it moves someone. It makes someone weep. It makes them realize, oh my God, The things that I've been spending time on or spending money on are not as important as what I've just experienced in this video. I want some of that, whatever that is. I'm not talking about selling Nikes. I'm not talking about an Amazon commercial. I'm talking about products or services that are truly making someone's life better and helping that business tell the story in a way that moves someone emotionally. This, like... To me, my life has changed. And I can very clearly see the line, the connecting line between me letting go, throwing out all my goals a year ago and saying, I'm just going to create space. I'm just going to build relationships with people that inspire me. And from those relationships and from the space and intuition that would naturally come, I started shooting video. And now the majority of my business and revenue comes from my videos. Literally, I'm, I'm building now a creative agency to craft these videos. And that would not have come <laughs> if I didn't have that seed planted in my brain from my dear friend Darcy. Now, there's lots of other people that are involved in, these, in, in, this, in this past year. There's lots of other things. Right? It's not just one person, but I share that story with you. Again, I cannot say it enough. Intuition and space seem to be the most powerful things, the biggest catalyst for change in my life right now. And so I challenge you. You look at your life and everything that's going on in the world right now, where can you create space? Uncomfortable space. Space of not doing, space of not accomplishing, of not comparing. Just create space. And once you get through the uncomfort of not doing, and I I don't say this flippantly, I'm 100% guilty of this, but once you get through the place of not of feeling uncomfortable for not doing, not accomplishing, for me, it, re- it required me to, to, to get off of social media. As I mentioned, I completely stopped being on social media. I stopped consuming. I stopped posting. Um, because once you start looking at what others are doing, it's very easy to start comparing. Uh, I think it takes a really strong person to not compare when they look at what, what other people are doing. So part of me creating space was retracting from the world in all the areas that I could and just listening. So that's my challenge to you. And 
I think that's it. I think that's it. I was going to sit here and, and list off various things you could do to create space, but I don't think that's required. I think you know best. <laughs> and don't judge the space. I know I know you're judging it, going, well, how much time, what's the right amount of space? Do I need to take six months off from work? Do I need to take a year off, Nathan, like you did? Uh, what does that look like? I, I don't know. Ask yourself what feels right. What do you have, have, have to do versus like want to do? Like I just encourage you to, when you ask these questions, what does space space look like? Make sure you're being very, very realistic. A lot of the stuff that we have in our lives, mm, the nice to haves, you don't need to have them. It's an uncomfortable exercise at times, but again, I just really encourage you to take space. And with that, my friend, I will leave you. I've got a lot of a lot of beautiful stories to share this season and this uh, the season of episodes. I'm coming to the podcast from a much different place now, and I am excited to share that with you. Have an amazing one.